0: hey boys and girls ladies and gentlemen gentlemen that taxi podcast can be found on all kinds of platforms platforms but we want to invite you to become a patron on podbean podbean as a patron you'll find some exclusive content just for you
1: just for you
0: hurry before time runs out time will not run out so become a patron on podbean today today in today's episode of that taxi podcast
2: once you like learn about people like gender flux and gender fluid. They're constantly changing day to day. Uh-huh. They're just like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, this is so confusing for you. Imagine how confusing it is for Right, me. right, yeah.
0: <laughs> when you called me, you said, this is Peter, because that's how I know you. Yeah. And when I was out drinking with my girlfriend, you introduced yourself to her as Andrea, That's
3: right? my new name. I just didn't know if you would.
0: How new is new?
3: I've been taking Um, and I didn't change my name until three months ago. Okay, so yeah, I didn't know.
0: See, I thought when you said that, I was like, ooh, mm, I may have
4: missed something.
3: No, I okay. just didn't tell you.
4: You know, I would strut my stuff and, you know, it shows as much confidence as I could, but I was yeah. scared as hell. down yeah,
1: you were yeah. scared yeah. shitless. Yeah.
4: So I think we all kind of go through that every once in a while.
1: Welcome to That Taxi Podcast, I'm
0: Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much To Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi.
1: Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along.
0: Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work? Mm. Yeah, okay, that's true, everybody does bitch about work. We know
1: you'll find this entertaining.
0: Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers.
1: That taxi podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think
0: you mean to say wherever you get your
1: podcast. No, Einstein, I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their (laughs) other podcasts.
0: Okay, okay, yes. Uh, Okay, well, let's go. Up we go. Oh. Do, 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 do. looks like thomas is looking for someone to fight are you agitated hey yo oh it looked like you were looking for somebody to fight i was looking for a fight yeah i could tell she came
3: up running up behind
0: me oh she was was she a homeless girl just getting food oh, she had food yeah i think she they made food for her and she just ran back but she was wearing bedazzled pants that's not a homeless sort of
1: attire oh, yeah uh, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing all right. Um, normally, you know, we start our, our podcast by talking about uh, what happened in our week or something right. like that, but we have a big episode today.
1: A big episode. A big episode, yeah. Um, An epic episode. Yeah. Well, I don't think An epic Episode.
0: epic Yeah, we could <laughs> yeah. coin that. Something happened in my cab. I had a passenger I drive regularly who complained about being served uh, at work. Like yes, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, no sir. She's
1: female presenting.
0: Yes, it is a male-born
1: mm-hmm.
0: person who Trans- identifies. Gendering. Yeah, is transgendering. Uh, and these are terms that we've learned through no, this. No, we knew these the whole time. No, no. We, these <laughs> actually, are terms that we Actually, we've we have learned a lot from yes, these three yeah. interviews. And, and uh, yeah. so when when I had this conversation with Ellie, the first person that was in my cab, this brought up a conversation between me and you where we were wondering what's wrong with us that we can't catch on to this right? about changing, you know, pronouns and where people are on the spectrum uh, because it was very frustrating, to be honest, it was frustrating to us that we can't know how to behave appropriately. Yeah. So. Or
1: even if we are behaving appropriately. We, are, yeah. we don't know. We think we are, but we might We'd not We'd like be. to think that we are. Yes. Yeah.
0: So we thought we would start asking some questions. And I asked Ellie if we could, uh, if I could interview her the next time I had her in the taxi. And she agreed. So we're going to start this off right now with Ellie. And then we're going to move to Andrea, who had some experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we we realized what we really wanted to do was talk to one of our town's extremely well known well known popular socialite, Marcy. So this is what we've got, guys, and we want to introduce you right now mm-hmm. to Ellie. Right here's Ellie.
2: Hi, Ellie. We really have to stop being like
0: <laughs> And What are you talking about? This is how <laughs> I make my money. I, this is good that we're meeting like this. I agree. <laughs> so Ellie. Yes. Last week, or no, it was just a few days ago.
2: <laughs> it was a few days ago. Was it yesterday? <laughs> no, not yesterday. Okay, good, yeah.
0: Because it all starts to mesh together. I feel that. Um, but the last time you were in the cab, which is just a couple days ago, mm-hmm. we talked about you being sirred so many times. Yes. And, um, you know, thank you, sir, or no, sir. And that made you uncomfortable yeah. because you identify as female.
2: It, it's somewhere between... Non-binary and female. It's uh, Honestly, there's actually a, uh, a label for this. It's known as demigirl, and I identify as demigirl. So demigirl, D-E-M-I? Yeah, so it's okay. like mostly uh, they, them, but occasionally she is the best way to describe it.
0: Okay, do you prefer they, them, or she?
2: They are both equal in my terms.
0: For other people, is it equal?
2: In terms of how people explore gender, I can't speak on behalf, of, like, of right. their experience with gender, um, so... They,
0: yeah, so there's no standard?
2: Nope, not at all. Every, like, everyone's uh, experience with gender is very different.
0: Okay, so it begs another question, and this is the part that I'm guilty of when I walk into a store. I might have said, thank you, sir. Well, in fact, that night, I said, <laughs> when you paid, I said, oh, it's $5, sir. So I had just served you. The last thing I would want you to feel is uncomfortable. Uh, that I maybe didn't understand this or, or, or be aware of this, because I'm still going to make this mistake. I know I am over and over with lots of people. Um, how could I know, short of just asking you when you get in the cab, hey, uh, how would you like to be referred to as? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like,
2: like, I mean, like the, like, the ideal is, like, what are your pronouns? But, like, right. at the same time, from you, in you know, business perspective, if you ask like a certain person, what are your pronouns? They're gonna be like, what the fuck is that even mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's really hard. Like I totally understand that. But you
0: were frustrated at, you know, it was a long day. You had a lot of people who misgendered you. Um, yeah,
2: I mean like, like this is like our time together. So I get to like vent a little bit. Yeah, yeah. In like the uh, the public sphere, um, I wouldn't like, unless someone did something really horrid like in terms of trying to misgender me. I would, okay. Uh, usually I just like let it roll off my back. Right. Um,
0: Do you have opportunity where you work or how you move around that you'd be able to
2: communicate with somebody?
0: And are they receptive?
2: Oh, yeah. Like both my jobs. They go by like the name I prefer. Um, and like the funny part is I started at and they uh, made the checkout to my like preferred name. But it's not legal. So oh, like yeah. You can't cash it. Then. They have to rewrite this shit. But it was funny because like that's how like person who referred me to that job the manager there was like yeah ellie's great like you know did all of this and so on and so forth it's like okay so ellie gets a check so-, so there
0: it doesn't bother you like if you take it in you say i'm ellie but yeah write it to my real name ba-
2: basically the way i like to say it is like uh, if you call me by my legal name i assume you're my banker
0: okay <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so you're still trying to figure this out
2: yeah and especially like once you like Learn about people like gender flux and gender fluid. They're constantly changing day to day, Uh and so like they're just like he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, this is so confusing for you. Imagine how confusing it is for me." Right,
0: right, (laughs) yeah. So that would that would give you the opportunity to maybe be a little more flexible. But the frustration is what's fascinating to me. Um, Have you ever called anybody out on
2: something that appeared to be Um, intentional? I feel fortunate enough to say I don't think I've had anyone say anything really intentional except for like one time they said sir is like I'm not a sir but then they came back up and they ordered something else and like thank you sir they said that on purpose yeah yeah okay and it's like
0: yeah see that I could understand yeah yeah like that that,
2: that one was like rough but it's just like well you're like what seven years younger than I am you're dumb (laughs)
0: So do you have a recommendation for somebody who is feeling misgendered and maybe takes too much to heart that maybe they could help loosen them up to be understanding or communicate more clearly with people?
2: The world is a big place. And like, you're going to meet people who totally get you, people who totally don't get you. You got to take it like one day at a time.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, what'd you think
1: well i think uh if she's not sure what's going on how are we supposed to be know which way to address them
0: right and i think that ellie was kind of admitting that a little bit towards yeah. the end um and I, I think the comment that you know that the world's a big place is just to kind of let everybody yeah. come to it as they may
3: right
0: but i'm with you on that because the initial conversation right. we There's had no... was how frustrated she was right. about somebody saying something could not have known
1: right. where she was. So she in has brain. no reason to be angry with anybody if they get it wrong. Short of her
0: saying something,
1: right. and them purposely, like she said, right, uh, saying it.
0: Oh. So we have another interview, and that's with Andrea, uh, because there are people who I have in my cab who have been going through this, and Andrea is also that way. So okay. let's listen to what Andrea has let's
3: to listen. say. Let's
0: listen. When you called me, you said, this is Peter, because that's how I know you. Yeah. And when I was on drinking with my girlfriend, you introduced yourself to her as Andrea. That's right?
3: my new name. I just didn't know if you would... I didn't her.
0: know it. I don't think I knew it. Did you tell me at one point?
3: Uh, it's new. Okay. How new is new? Uh, I've been taking hormones for five months. Okay. Well, uh, and I didn't change my name until three months ago.
0: Okay. So yeah, I didn't... See, I thought when you said that, I was like, ooh, I may have
3: missed something. No, I just didn't tell you.
0: So you're taking hormones, what does that mean?
3: Uh, It's a patch thing, feminizing.
0: For feminizing your features and?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. So when you say, this is new to you, when did this happen for you?
3: Uh,
0: Obviously before getting hormones
3: a lot of resources and growing up in a country town I didn't really know like at first I was just like you know eh, okay but you were feeling something yeah and what is that Uh, being the girl type kind of
0: okay so like there are girls who are kind of like boys they're tomboys is what we called them when I was growing up you were you were just on the spectrum just the other side Spectrum's not the right word. But oh, yeah. in a way it is because it is. you have male and you have female. And there are females who lean more towards the male thing because they do male things and they act male ways and, and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, you, um, I think it's tomboys and the other unfortunate word might be sissies.
0: Oh, right. A boy who behaves f- feminine or effeminate. Is a sissy? That's yeah,
3: right. Yeah, Tomboy sounds better. Yeah, but, uh...
0: that's true. I never even thought of that. Thank you. So, um, when did you? F- you were still a kid, or were you a middle schooler, or you a high schooler, or are you an adult when these start, you start thinking, or were you always on the effeminate side that made you feel out of place? Uh,
3: later. 20s was when I realized that a lot of things in my history as far reaching back as middle school threw a lot of red flags up that I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved to London, I saw which such a place doesn't exist where I'm from. Yeah, right. Well, if it does, it's underground somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But through all that, uh, it Eventually, just kind of, like, oh, I I see my community now. Yeah. So you related to them instantly? Not instantly. It took a little bit.
0: Yeah. Because I never saw you as effeminate.
3: Yeah. It, Unless I see you in a dress or something like that.
0: I mean, that's.
3: It, it took a little while. Yeah. But uh, now I've been trying... Jealous of the born women in my demographic because when they take hormones, their voice changes. Uh, mine will not. If a born woman is taking testosterone, their voice smart, will deepen. Yeah, uh, but mine, if taking estrogen, will not uh, heighten. I had a nice night with coworkers and similar conversations. So is the conversation coming up quite a bit for you? think that was going to happen. How interesting. Yeah. And this is them not seeing you at all.
0: Yeah. So, you yeah.
3: You're like... It can't be helped. It's not their fault. They, don't, they just know you by your voice. But it is true.
0: Let's say a, a natural born... Uh, somebody who's born female, right? With female parts and everything. And they, they have a masculine voice on the phone. I have done it myself. And yeah. had them upset. And I realize I can't know. But... It's interesting because they know. They know themselves. So maybe
3: you're just coming into yourself. Which ones I did notice that. I try to use either they, them, or uh, kind of funny, that one. Right. Because there's a lot of new people at work and I don't know their names. It's like that one. Uh,
0: eh. That one with the face. I say you with the face. Which is a little offensive, Uh, but yeah. Well, as long as you be cute, right? You with the face or... You, the one over here with the hair, come yeah. over here.
3: Like, there's a fine line between cute and uh, misunderstood comedy. Yeah. But, that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah. Andreas says some things that are similar to Ellie.
1: Yeah, with frustration of being served
0: and the not being sure kind of where where they she are. Is. Yeah. yeah, and she mentioned that she goes by.
1: She, they, them. Mm-hmm. But she was saying when she's on the phone with somebody and they call her sir several times, she gets annoyed. Yeah, okay. How would they know? Mm-hmm. She has a male, right. a male-sounding voice. Yeah, that was another interesting thing about what
0: Andrea said is that is, um, she she can understand. Right. She can understand how her own fr- it's her own frustration. It has nothing to do with the person. It's manifesting
1: itself onto other people. Yeah.
0: So just like a woman who's on the phone with uh, an uh, like a client who calls, and the client keeps saying "thank you, sir," "thank right. you, sir," the woman, knowing she's a woman, right. can be frustrated, understanding it's not that guy's fault, uh-huh. but still be frustrated right. because she knows her own identity, right? Right. So maybe, uh, Andrea. Formerly known as Peter, knowing that she's becoming more and more Andrea. She's like that woman on the phone where she starts to irritate. That's why Mm -hmm. it starts to irritate her. So that leads us to this next interview. We invited Marcy, a very popular socialite in our town.
1: We've seen her around town for many, many years, and she exudes confidence, which Which you're going to find out. Mm -hmm. So let's go on with that one. Okay, so uh, we have invited Marcy into the cab with us because we have some questions to ask her. Yeah, you're socialite in this town, and and we've had some experiences recently with some other people, but you
0: are a very
4: exuberant (laughs) and confident person in this
0: community. So first of all, we want to thank you for being part of this podcast. You're Uh, welcome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: I am a transgender. I probably started back in uh, 2010, 2012. Uh, going through my transition, and uh, through those years was pretty hard, but once you get to the other side, it's pretty nice. I am now uh, pretty happy and pretty content as to who I am.
1: How long did it take before you felt like you were on the other side that you had?
4: It actually never really stopped. When you start transitioning, it's really, really scary. I mean, you're basically feeling like you're jumping off a cliff, and you're hoping you're going to jump into water. Okay. Or instead of rocks or uh-huh. you hope you're going to survive. Yeah. But so you've got that downside. you jump off the cliff and you're you're kind of just flying and hoping for the best. It's kind of like that where um, you're going through your friends, your family, the places where you live, the places where you work, and you're trying to fit in uh, just from a new person. Mm-hmm. And uh, you never really finish that. even today, or not today but even even for me these days i still feel a lot of changing going on not just for transgendering but life itself you are always evolving so, yeah so now you said used the word transgendering
0: mm-hmm. because i think that thomas and i were familiar with uh you know if you heard the rocky horror picture show uh soundtrack and they talk about the transvestite uh-huh. right and that was the term that we were
4: familiar with and but you say you say transgendering i think it's a more pleasant word than transvestite. Uh-huh. Transvestite just sounds like a, a, a tough word And you, you go out and you, it's almost like when you're using the word gay or something like okay. that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, transvestite or gay, it's like, you know, I think transgender just sounds a little more uh, pleasant when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're talking.
0: We compared it at one point to, like, in my era would have been retarded, you know, the, these terms that were antiquated, even though they were technical terms
1: used to describe something. Um, and at the time, they were okay to use that because
0: they were only technical. They right. weren't really emotionally relevant to someone's experience. It was just a technical medical term. This person is transsexual, or you know, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, or mm-hmm. transvestite. Or transvestite. Yeah. yeah, and it was
1: just which is like a we were talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, and that I mean Tim Curry sings. That song, right? The word, yeah, exactly.
0: And, and actually, as I was thinking about it, because I don't know the actual breakdown of the word trans and vestite, like, trans makes sense of change or shit moving, and then the other one would be vestite now, vestments.
4: I, I wish I can help you on that because yeah, I, I really don't know. don't know either. I think I it is vestments like clothing, but transgender was just a more mellow word. I used to use mm-hmm. mixed gender as well. I yeah. thought that was a good word. To use mixed gender, gender yeah. Whereas, what about cross dress? You know? Cross dress is something that you know, uh, you start in the very beginning. I believe it came from uh, closet dressing, where that's where you start, and you go into cross dressing. Obviously, it's obvious word what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was probably the most easiest,
0: probably one of the most pleasant words of the way back when. Do you mean closet dressing is in the context of being
4: in the closet seriously in the closet, literally going you're through literally someone's the, closet? You're literally in the closet dressing with somebody else. Well, you course. could even be the lights out. Yeah. Well, like for me as a male. You dress up like a female. You don't want anybody to see you, uh, Sure. so right. you actually get in the closet just in case somebody comes in your room. You're in room, now you're in your closet. So you this know. was a phase you went through.
1: How old were you? What?
4: How long? I've known since I was five years old. You've oh, known wow. that
0: you were interested in that, or you've known you've been were doing that since
4: five. Years old. I've known that I'm different. I want to be like a female since uh-huh. I was five years old. I'm okay. wearing dress, kind of like I think every. Gender uh, goes through this whether you're male or female when you're a male you you put on your cowboy boots You, you, put on your cowboy hat. you, you do the military. Yeah, you conform. Sure. you don't want yeah. to go through all these experiences What it's like to be a male a fireman a, a female man, uh, does yeah. the same thing the little girl's gonna wear a tutu to the grocery right. store And you know she may yeah. you ballerina, ballerina shoes and have her uh... but I bet the same thing happens in another culture just in their cultural Trappings, you know, for males or the probably trappings for females. probably. Yeah. You know, watching watching them grow up or something like that's probably slightly different, yeah. but probably similar to Interesting. But what I was getting at was so you have these experiences when you're a little kid. So when us transgender cross dressers in the very beginning, we don't get to do that. Right. We don't get to do that. I gotta be like the male sure. and you don't really get to be the female. So when you start closet dressing or cross dressing, you're going through that phase. Mm. Whether you're male By or yourself. Gender by yourself yeah. well when you start coming out and you get you get big enough to get out to the, to the grocery store and all that other stuff mm-hmm. you uh start dressing pretty feminine yeah you know and you start getting pretty risque sometimes you want to wear that tutu
1: to the grocery store
4: sure you want to do all those things so that's where that 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 alteration
1: kind of comes now, out was that a gradual thing uh <clears throat> depends on let's go you... with yeah with your specific case was it were you like a little bit more than a little bit more than a little bit more or was it all all at once it wasn't all at once i think we are all
4: pretty much about the same where you just have to build your uh, confidence okay. to get to where i am mm-hmm. or wherever wherever that person is it just takes a lot of confidence and that's that's the breakthrough that's that's the big word that everybody uses. you got to feel confident enough to get out and do it on
0: your own. I do want to address your confidence um, because that's one of the reasons why we came to you. You literally are cage dancer at one of the local clubs here. Um, I mean that's like almost the pinnacle level of confidence. When you imagine like you could you could in front of all these people dress the way you want with the with the spotlights on you and you're the center of I, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's like the <laughs> pinnacle of the confidence and and I think that's what you bring to a community of people who uh, have a lot of questions. There are people we interact with who have been going through things uh, where they might be frustrated. We talked we talk about somebody feeling surred a bunch of times. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. At their job. And she was exhausted because she doesn't identify as a sir. How can we know? And really for the different people that we've talked to, they all say, I don't know even for myself. So that's where we need to obviously talk to somebody who has confidence in who that person is, who you are as mm-hmm. a person, and, and identify in this regard. So.
1: And I have to say, you do exude confidence.
0: Ex- yeah, ex- bleed like <laughs> like blast out the shining light of confidence. You,
1: you radiate, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah, I try. I try. Yeah. It wasn't always like that. Well, yeah,
1: I have to it. I admire it because I am nowhere near as confident as you are, as. Thomas, are you transgendering? Okay. I'm just checking. I don't know. Just, 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 I mean, just as a person, I, I wish I would. You might there. have a thong on. And
0: that.
1: <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> yeah, you
0: would too.
1: For a dollar. But that
0: okay. Now I see where you're going. <laughs> but that's that's actually a really good point because this thing about identity is something that all of us have. Everyone struggles with their identity, and I'm not talking about whether they feel like they're male or female. It could be just that they're a, a good painter or a writer, that they work with wood well or they work with people well. I have what you call... Um, uh, Scoliosis.
2: In-
0: <laughs> 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 he smoked weed before we got out <laughs> yeah. here. Um,
1: imposter syndrome. Oh, I I'll think look. we all feel that sometimes.
0: Yeah, well, you, I, do some, I do some things very, very well, and people come to me and say, wow, you're so amazing with it. And I feel like sooner or later they're going to know I'm a hack or something like that.
1: Well, you that. just told everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we'll edit that part up. <laughs> but the point is, our identity is in constant growth. Or do you feel like your identity is pretty secure, or do you have more to
4: go? Oh, we are always growing. We're always changing. We're always evolving. No matter. Now, you mean we as we people? We right? as yeah, yeah, everybody. Every yeah. 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 individual, yeah. including myself. I, uh, I will admit, when you were talking about confidence, mm-hmm. I didn't have confidence. Yeah. I've. Fake it, it as it. much as I could. Fake right. yeah.
1: it. And Sometimes bake you bake it. got, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I did. I, you know, I would strut my stuff and, you know, show as as much confidence as I could. But I was yeah. scared as hell. Deep down, yeah,
1: you were yeah. scared yeah. shitless. Yeah.
4: So I think we all kind of go through that every once in a while. And then, then everybody's coming up and telling me, "Oh, you're so great! You have so much confidence!" I'm like, "Okay, oh, like you're we just saying." Yeah. Well, they don't figure it out, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I bet they have a lot of questions for you. What are some of the great questions that people ask you?
4: Um. The, probably the most, well, so we go back to the pronouns, what do you like in your pronouns? Mm-hmm. In the beginning...
0: Because that's the thing now, it's, everybody needs to know each other's it pronouns. It really is, and
4: it, I, I can see that it does hurt people when they don't get the right pronouns. And so that's a big question, is, yeah, I believe one of the biggest things, biggest problems we have in our, our world is lack of communication. Mm. We just need to communicate.
1: more. You just need to
4: ask the questions. What pronouns what profo- what profo- do you prefer? Yeah, and that would be the easiest way to find
1: out. I could see though someone being uh, a little bit afraid to go approach someone and ask them what their pronouns are too. It can be, mm-hmm. it can be. But if you want to spark up a, a conversation with them,
4: you don't want to make those mistakes. Exactly. Right, and you don't want it to be a debate either. Right. So you jump mm-hmm. into the names. Mm-hmm. My name's Marcel Right. Yours? That's right. You, you start that, yeah. with the name. Yeah. And if it works My well with the name, right. Yeah. And then if you feel more confident after a little bit of speech, hey. Just to be sure, I don't want to get my pronouns wrong with you. What
1: do you There you know? go.
4: Have you had that situation where somebody maybe
0: purposely violates you in no, that context? I
4: haven't, but I can tell you in that situation, uh, without saying names, whoever the person who might look where the pronouns aren't aren't necessarily clear. Yeah, yeah, aren't really clear, and they get offended that way, keep in mind, whoever that is, that's not your problem. That's the problem that just you. That's true. You. It's not the problem. This is a mental feat. It is to and have it's to overcome. Huge. It is huge. Yeah. And it's transfer not that feeling away from yourself mm-hmm. and realize this is somebody else's mm-hmm. problem. I have been offended a lot of times, and you hear the the word faggot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, it's, I, I'm nothing different. They're, they're they're all the same. I hear it all the time, but I've gotten to the point where that's not my problem. That's the problem. Their problem. They're trying to offend me.
0: So okay, so th- let's lead into that question now if somebody says that because of your transgendering and because you like you prefer to dress the way you feel as a female Mm -hmm.
4: this does not identify your sexuality see that's a confusion too it depends Well, I'll just make it clear there is two different uh... identities on this where and you don't want to cross the lines on this one where if you're interested in someone as a person Mm -hmm. then you don't get into any questions that apply to their sexual sure. interests. okay.
1: Right, I mean, so you don't come out and say, are you homosexual or are you... Exactly. Because That, that is, is completely... No one would right. come up
0: to us at, at our job and say,
4: are you, a ho- are you, are you into been guys been or girls? You know, if I ask or... you, are you gay? Yeah. Okay, that's telling you or I'm asking you because I might be interested and you can oh, turn I see, that I see. around. Okay. That's not, that's sure, not I where it. you want to go. Right right, right, right. Okay, so you have to be careful of those questions too. And I'll turn around and i ask and if somebody asks if I'm here or something, I said, why are you interested? Right. And they'll like back back off. Or they say,
1: Yeah, I am actually. The other one and they'll
4: find out, you know. <laughs> and I said, Yeah. So it really it really is really different where you you want to be careful with that line, especially okay. me yeah. because uh it it's not it's not evident, you know, because I dress like a female yeah. all the time, that doesn't mean I'm it looking Doesn't preclude that you are looking for a right. you know, Actually, I'm bisexual. Yeah. And so, and they get confused. When they ask me I'm gay, I'll say, Oh, why are you interested? Yeah. Like yeah. And right. I'll say, No, Sometimes. I'm bisexual. Right. So, okay. And so, so it clears them up as to what's going on. Yeah, you got to be careful with the two identities there. If you're interested in person, just as the person is who they are,
1: then you don't care whether. Curious, right.
4: Make sure you don't ask sexual
1: questions. Mm, okay.
4: When, before we got in
0: the cab, we had some short conversations about some of the directions that we wanted to go. And one of the things that you said was there are some people who don't know how far along they are and they just need the confidence to get to a certain spot. Because confidence is the very big word and we all need this in every aspect of our lives in in order to do things. But let's say somebody who's just realizing that they're transgendering and starting to embrace it and um, for the different people that I've talked to, they've all said, I don't know where I am on this spectrum of my change and you're very confident about where you are but are you still moving on that spectrum mm-hmm. okay you are mm-hmm. so how long how many years would you say that you had this experience from uh
4: closet dressing to where your level of confidence is now around? how many years so i started around 2010 to 12 was the very beginning the pinnacle part and then from 12 to now it's probably 2012 i had quite a bit of confidence built up so maybe I'm about your ten. confidence was a couple years there, three years that I really had to work hard to get where I was, and then 2012 is like, oh, this is got much easier, you. and now it's just building up on its own gradually. Okay. I don't have a but do you still feel like you're you don't
0: know where you are on that spectrum, or are you where you're at? This is it. This is what you want to be right
4: here, right now. It's you don't see anything. Funny that. you say that because I don't. I I change, and I think everybody changes in this. Where you're on Fair the enough. spectrum, and Maybe one year, I'll be pretty butch. I want to go on my dirt bike. I want to go shooting with my guns. I want to do everything very masculine. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like a couple months, wow, I haven't dressed up downtown in a long. I'm going to go and be some risque, you know, Mm -hmm. put some high heels on. And So when you say the spectrum, I think I'm at pretty much dead center where I love what's going on in the – Estrogen area, and then, and then there's testosterone. Mm-hmm. It really fluctuates depending on how I'm feeling per day, per day. So change. do you do you have estrogen patches or no. do you, no. um, any particular reason? Because the, the one that I know does do the estrogen patches. Very important reason actually, if you want to yeah. throw that into you. Sure. Uh, in the very beginning, I actually thought about doing the surgery and everything. I have not had the okay. surgery, so I still have my good. Jewel
2: crown jewels on it. <laughs> <Crumb> jewels. <laughs> it
4: crown jewels. Um, I thought about going through it and I got, got through the doctors and it actually was all going to be doable. That yeah. this can then be doing. Mm-hmm. I never made an appointment or anything, but I thought about it and it, I was going to probably do the process if it wasn't for my children that asked me not to. Okay. Okay. And why? I asked them why and they gave me a good legitimate reason. And what the reason was, was, so I am born a male, I've got that male testosterone from birth, mm-hmm. and this is who I am. And even though I've got this female side in me, without any, uh, ex- any uh, pills or anything like that, this is who I am. They knew, and they even told me, their answer was, if you start taking the pills or you get the surgery, yeah, you're going to change. I couldn't complain with them, because it's very true. I okay. have talked to so many transgenders. That you do change. As a matter of fact, they what do you mean by change? Because already you're going through transgendering. That's a change. Change as from male to female. You obviously know how different male is from a female, right? Yeah. This is the different brain waves sure. and everything like yeah. that. Okay. So taking the estrogen, getting the surgery, you lose all that testosterone. You get. You just automatically get a lot of estrogen anyway without any of the pills or anything. That's gonna change you. That's gonna change who so you, you are. So you wouldn't necessarily go out and shoot your guns and drive your truck. And might be a considerably different person. Right. Okay. might be a con- And that's what they were afraid of losing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. They didn't want me to do that. They said, and I see, I, and I, I said I totally understand, and I think you're right. Yeah. Because I have talked to a lot of transcenders. who used to go to the uh, the uh, classes where they help you and everything like that. Okay. And uh, they said when you begin. Keep a keep a uh, diary because you're going to be surprised later on through the diary what you were way back when. So there's a there, well, there are classes for this. There was there. Are, I don't I don't think it exists anymore. Okay. Well wow. So no. the you Well, I shouldn't say a class. I should say a support group. Okay. Okay. So I does agree. that make any better sense? Be your kids
1: sense weren't concerned. so concerned with you. Being a woman, they were more concerned with your psyche changing. They didn't
4: care what what gender I was. Right. They just it was didn't want me your to Your mind. Right.
1: right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. They
4: love who I am, and they didn't want to lose that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So this is still something in progress for you. Um,
4: Again, I, to I, a I point. We we're always yeah. evolving, so right. there's all
0: that stuff. How, how old are your kids?
4: How old are my kids now, or how old one? were we back then? Uh, now. I have a 24-year-old son, and I have a 28-year-old daughter. So... How about now? If you decided to make that change,
0: would they still feel the same, or would I they bet feel? they would. Okay. But Next I wouldn't
4: do change now.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. And well, and there's another thing. That's that is a confident answer. you know what I'm saying?
4: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. I I am their father. I am Marcy. I am who I am. Yeah. I really enjoy who I am. Well, also, I swear, how many
0: hon- how many people <laughs> how many people honk in this fucking parking lot? I'm backing out. Unreal. Um. What do you do for a living? Truck driver. Truck driver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you are you in state or do you go I out stay. of state? I
4: actually am very fortunate to what kind of truck driving job I have. I tried long haul and it actually sucks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now I am actually working at a uh, local lumber yard that uh, I love. It's a uh, it's a Monday through Friday nine to five job. I don't really work on the weekends, mm-hmm. and it's actually a pretty cush job.
1: Did you want to talk about the um, work problem?
0: Yeah, I, I heard a lot about it. There was a lot of conversation about it. Um, because of your transgendering and your decision to dress a certain way, this particular place took issue with it. You want to explain a little mm. bit of what that was? About?
4: So, yeah, they were very Christian-based, and I thought, how was I going to do this? And I was going to get into the, the main problem they had mostly was not really the little bit of makeup I was starting to wear, but it was the hair. And I was getting into the hair where – so my hair naturally looks like Art Garfunkel. Now, I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yeah. I do. You got a fro. He's got a big the, fro. Yeah. You know, kind of almost like a brown blonde fro. Sure. Yeah. That's me. I know That's people who would kill for hair like that. I have no,
0: I, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot picture you that way at all. I kind of
4: figured that. So anyway, I wanted long straight black hair and I thought, oh, the work, the work to get my hair to do that, I mean, it's going to be truly expensive. So this is to not, not your straight, anymore. this is not your personal. No. This is
0: Okay. All right.
4: So I thought, okay, uh. Well, a wig is going to be the easiest sure. thing to do yeah. I didn't want to dress here in the very beginning because I was concerned about how my kids, when they were little, was going to take that. So I did a lot so of – So you hid
0: this from them.
4: I, I didn't really hide it from them. I mean they kind of had an idea of what was going on. They were young at the time.
0: So this is you getting your footing before – is that a way to look at it? It's like
4: Right, yeah. right. It was, it was something I needed to do, and I wasn't sure if I should do it in my hometown, so I went out of town gotcha. to try that out and actually really went really well so it gave me more confidence to actually think about oh i can actually do this Mm -hmm. and so yeah it was the first couple of days wearing my hair my long hair Mm -hmm. to work uh they demanded they demanded me immediately yeah get rid of that that or we're gonna fire you wow and it took a couple few days before I, i got confidence on. But I did take it off for two days. Right. I think it was like the third or fourth day. I was on my work. I was on my way to work, and I said to myself, "I'm not taking it off this time." Huh. It was a game change, just for emotional status. Before I didn't even get to work yet, and I started crying. Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow, I'm actually really going to do this. Yeah. I'm actually really going to do this." And I did. I did. And I told them what they said the same thing. When I got there, you better take that off as like, well. You can find me. I'm going to go out and work. Was this now, more did they you? balk
1: and let you stay or did they? They did not come out and fire me. They did not. On
4: the spot, they did not fire okay. me. They, I walked out of the main building from them uh-huh. and I went to work.
0: They were on the phone with their lawyers <laughs> or HR. So, yeah. Do they have HR? I don't think the place, I think I know the place. They, ended up,
4: fired yeah. they ended up not firing me. Yeah. And it wasn't until later that I realized how much support I got from not only my hometown, but staff. The people that place. I work with. Yeah. So
0: they even though they they decided not to fire you, but they ended up turning
1: around
4: and supporting you. They they did eventually finally supported me. And now they they won't they won't they won't want to lose me.
1: Even after you had uh after they said we're going to fire you so you stopped wearing the the wig to work. That day you said, "Oh, fuck this. I'm going to wear my wig." That was pretty ballsy.
4: It was difficult. I I was walking really proud though. It was like, okay, I'm to get this done was this
0: for you or was this to push them?
4: totally for me okay totally for me this yeah. is something that's what i thought yeah. driving my vehicle to work i i had my long black hair on and this is what i this is who i want to be yeah this is all if they fire me i'll find another job let
1: but me ask you this if they had fired you would you you have turned around and tried to sue them for wrongful termination probably
4: i'm
0: going off on a tangent here this has nothing to do with our whole subject matter A lot of people don't understand if you, if something like that does happen, the reason you sue is not because you're mad at them or trying to make money. It's about them being accountable for a behavior. That's not appropriate. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that there's a consequence. And unfortunately for some people, the only way to get a slap on the hand is for them to financially experience that. And it's not about this person being a money grubber. It's about them making (laughs) sure this doesn't happen again to somebody somebody else.
1: else. Right.
4: A couple, uh, Employees, uh, our staff, co workers of mine did get fired helping me.
1: Oh,
4: yeah. If you would get rid of Marcy, we're out of here too. And I think they fired them.
0: Ooh. Hmm. They could make up anything they want on that. Side. Right. They could squash that and throw it over yeah. the shoulder. Everybody else everybody would everybody be quiet. Line. Follow. Did you experience the opposite, though? Some people who, even though you found a lot of support in the community and at there, were there some people who were still vehemently against it?
4: I, I'm I'm really not sure. I mean, at that point, I was so concentrated on what I was doing, sure. make sure everything's right. This is the this is the pinnacle time that you do not want to mess up at work. Yeah, anything you do wrong
0: could be the reason could, why
4: could be the go. threat. Right. right. So you see, had yeah. to make so I was concentrating drastically just to make sure that everything was done perfectly. Yeah, and see, they didn't have a, have a have if
0: a you're listening to this outside of the state we're in. In our particular state, we have it's the whole state, isn't it? The right-to-work state? The right-to-work yeah. state. It's, right it's to called work the right-to-work There are means, several states in the country that are which like Which means this. an employer can fire you for any mm-hmm. reason whatsoever. Yeah. Right. They can say, I don't like your purple hair.
4: Right.
0: And, the, and you're gone. That's right. There's no violation there. But they can't violate any civil rights. They can't violate anything like that, whether they're Christian or not. Right. right? Or disabled or whatever. They can't mm-hmm. fire you for those things. People who don't aren't familiar with that right to work state may not be familiar with your responsibility to stay as focused as possible mm-hmm. and always doing the right thing, mm-hmm. um, so that you don't get fired for
4: mm-hmm. using up all the toilet paper in the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or something like that. They actually so. did make things more difficult for me sure. to go through.
0: How long does that process take?
4: Do you think about from... a year or two?
0: That was a whole year. That you dealt walking on your well, night shows? Well, the, the, the
4: three days to get to get my confidence up to keep it on, right. but it was like another year, year and a half before they actually started feeling comfortable.
1: Do you think like they, uh, get, they were oh. trying to get you to quit? Maybe giving you harder yep. work. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah anything
4: as well. Yeah. Anything,
2: mm-hmm. anything.
4: Yeah. Uh, there was a couple things that just just work got more difficult. Uh, they wanted me to move faster on my job sites. You know, just everything they can think of
1: make things more difficult. Things that they didn't have a problem with before. Correct. Right, right,
4: right.
0: So let's move into kind of the last thing that we kind of want to talk about. And that is, what kind of advice could you give to someone people? else
1: going through this? Yeah. Maybe starting out?
4: Yeah, starting out especially. Feel more comfortable with yourself. How do you do That's that? That's the whole thing. That is the whole thing with everybody, not just trans. But you drove anybody. to
0: a place in a wig knowing full well you were about to meet insane resistance. Now this is further on down the line. But I, I imagine that same feeling is them coming literally out of the closet in, di- in different clothes, having to run into the world
4: mm-hmm. this
0: way, and just say, "Just be comfortable with it." How do you just you be comfortable? come
4: out of that box? But how do you do that? It it's, it takes a lot of practice. It's that confidence you build. Like I said before, you fake it. You okay, make you, it. Fake it until you, you fake make it. You it fake until, make it it until it. you make it. Okay, yeah,
1: and, and do it you know. in steps, little by little. Like, yeah,
4: don't you don't have to do it bold out right. there. Don't, don't jump and Drive plate. up to your job. And, right full regalia bikini bottom. <laughs> bikini bottom yeah right don't 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 go to the harley hangout you know on your tutu or anything right, like exactly. that i don't know i've had
1: a lot lot of luck doing that lately. <laughs> would you go to the
4: the harley you know the bike bar have, okay okay
0: you go, <laughs> you can, okay
4: all right it's, it's part I'm of the confidence, telling you actually
0: i'm telling you marcy it has hit the pinnacle of the definition for our community in this area of just that insane confidence
1: right
0: i should have well, said, let me ask you this is myself? there any
1: time you're walking around downtown where you fear oh, you you feel a little like something's not right like you maybe you fear for your uh safety
4: a few times yeah, yeah. definitely and definitely. is that
1: even more recently or is that
4: it's 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 the comment i what i hear sometimes which probably scares me the most is you hear this what the fuck? Okay, okay, that's probably the scariest words I hear when I walk by somebody and it's usually a male who's saying that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that comes and from anger fear and anger fear first fear, anger second.
4: fear don't know what they're looking at and it's like okay now that he's fearful There's two things that are kind of gonna come out a lot of times it's anger. Mm-hmm. So you have to be real careful with that That's kind of scary. Okay, because mm-hmm. you know if they have buddies or something there along with yeah. them You kind of worry about that. Are they yeah. gonna physically come at me?
1: Have you ever had that happen? Someone actually physically come at you? No, I have not. Okay. I have not. not even I have been extremely lucky. You know what I can
0: detest that to? Your confidence. I think so. Yeah. That's interesting. That you so you feel the discrimination in the shadows, but no one has ever acted
4: on that in a way that's made you feel threatened. It's usually more positive than it is negative. Okay. I see it much more positive than you negative. You think that's because of this community,
0: or would that... I, I do was, believe it's community. I was just to say,
1: if you were in a
4: different city, it would be it would be scarier. I hear it all the time.
1: Him. Customers of mine will say, "This city's not the same as it used to be, just ten years ago." I, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. I always say, "Well, what are you doing to help?"
2: <laughs> and they have
1: nothing to say because yeah. they're not. They're just sitting back, watching uh, it change, and they're.
0: Yeah, I see. I mostly hear it from people who come back. Maybe they've graduated or maybe they've left for five years or four years mm. and they come back and they say things have changed so dramatically. And sometimes it isn't until they say, I've noticed this, this, and this, that I say, oh, yeah, five years ago, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. And that's true. So I maybe ride with that slow change, not
4: seeing it happen mm-hmm. because you're in it. Oh, I'm like, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're you're seeing visit. it peel
0: down before your
4: eyes. Well, in the very beginning, back in 2012 or around that time, uh, there was really only one place you can go. Right, and that was the uh, the gay bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was that was my second home. And that's where I went all the time. Nowadays, I'm go anywhere.
1: I'm yeah, you're everywhere. you're everywhere. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. One of one the most dive bar. <laughs> the bar here. I'm
1: scared to go into. The
4: dive bar here in town. <laughs> <laughs> they call it, They consider me family. Yeah. We have, we have a new... The motorcycle new... bar is what you're talking about, right? It is the yeah, motorcycle yeah, bar, yeah, where you see the Harleys yeah. all out in the front. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> greet me, give me hugs. Mm. Oh, it's Wonderful.
0: Um, the, You might find this interesting because I, I have mixed ethnicity. I'm half black, half Polish. What? Yeah. And...
2: <laughs> Get
0: out of here! <laughs> I would not. Yeah, well, nobody... No... Okay, so I'm from the East Coast, and the East Coast, a lot of people would have said I was, like, Puerto Rican because my eyes are a different color, but my skin gets is, is a light-skinned black person. In the Midwest, where I went to college, high school and college, I was black. That's a black guy there. Oh, and my hair, and my hair, and everything. The eyes had no
1: Scandinavians it. back there though too. They were Dutch,
0: Dutch, yeah. Yeah. Scandinavians, and I mean, they were that. Well, you were dark next but Minneapolis. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the females would like that because of my light eyes. Out here, I'm That's getting, not
1: your eyes. my big dick. And they were hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of women are disappointed. They, they all would say,
0: "Let me see your hands." <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but here's the thing: I do come from a back, black background, so I see it in the cab a lot. I see, some of it's not directed at me because I can't see my complexion all the time. So they'll they'll talk nigger this nigger that, hmm. and I hear this all the time. But I've never sensed a threat. Okay. Whereas your experience do ex- experience a threat, but there's no outward movement toward you like the white power sign, like I have, or somebody calling you boy or or hearing somebody next to me calling one person a nigger or something like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have that outward stuff coming at you.
4: A lot of times I got a lot of compliments. Mm-hmm. I did hear some things that like, you know, wow, is that, is that, a, is that a guy or is that a girl? Yeah. And those are the ones were like, okay, they're just not sure they don't really know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that was one of the things I had to learn was I really didn't watch people at all, where I used to watch people very much. You know, concerned I, what they might? no no it'd be before i, in you know, general, should, I see it. it was just how i was brought up yeah. you look at people in the eye mm-hmm. when you're okay, talking yeah. to them That's but cool. how about now Do you look people in the i'm eyes trying now. to train myself yeah. back the key part in being confident is when i'm walking down i'm not looking at anybody i'm thinking about how am i dressed how am i walking how mm-hmm. am i doing yeah. and you, you you think about happy thoughts yeah you think about oh, i'm actually doing this down the street mm-hmm. i got a skirt on and yeah. i'm feeling pretty good I'm well i notice if on.
1: i look some people in the eye and they look away right away that you know they're yeah. you know they yeah. look at you in the eye at first but then when you look at back at them in the eye it, it throws them off and they you know you sure. know
4: that's their lack you. Yeah. yeah but for me to get back into looking at people because i know how important it was now that i have the confidence i have to know what color eyes they have oh when i finish Hmm. Wow, I can't do that. I tried. That's a, I don't, yeah. It's, it's try, really, it's actually really it. difficult. It's a and good tool. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. I like that. Um,
0: is there anything about this particular topic that you feel would be important to say that we didn't touch on? Or?
4: Uh, when you, with one of the most important questions you were asking me, and I didn't really have a really really good answer to it, was how can we help the other trans transgenders, people who are changing? How can we make them more comfortable, more? Mm-hmm more uh confident in themselves. It's really gotta be done inside yourself. That's something we are our own worst critics. And you just gotta get through that. It helps if you just show
1: the confidence. And just feel And if you're going was. through that, find someone to help support you. Yeah. With that. And That's next, going through it. Too. Or not not necessarily just someone to help support you if you're going through yeah. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be someone else going through it.
2: Hmm.
1: Maybe just you know a sibling or or you know oh, a see. friend.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, within the gay community, Thomas and I have noticed this. I'm a, I'm a cab driver, so I as a cab driver I see in you're, the gay community. You're a cab driver. I am. Oh. it's the context of that taxi podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the gay community, there's a unification of their community but inside that circle. There's so many devices. So much there's infighting. So much infighting of different hierarchies in their sexuality uh, or how they identify themselves where, you know, I, I'm a true gay person because I've never been uh, been uh, with a woman, with a woman. or I, I was never born out of a vagina. I've never, you know what I mean? There's all these different levels that you, you can't, it boggles my mind that they would be fighting with each other over these minute things when they can come together under the pride concept. Do you ever see any of that difficulty with Somebody who maybe is starting to tra- recognize their their situation as transgendering and having somebody who is maybe much further in the journey not appreciate this person's struggle and say, well, you're just doing it wrong or you need to be like this. Mm-hmm. Is there any of that that you see in the community? I see it all the time. Okay. All right. All so the they're not just, you can't just tell them just be strong in yourself because they're up against also people who are in their same situation.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. They're in the same situation, maybe in a different era yeah yeah
0: good word era yeah
4: but really i mean if you think about it you're in the same like you were talking about we're in the same boat yeah why don't you just like i'm a white-skinned black guy but black people don't feel comfortable some black people i mean i think a lot of what i see when you're talking about the gay community uh drag queens and all that stuff sure uh they even say it themselves it's drama
0: yeah it's drama. that's true they say it themselves because there are drag queens who
1: Uh, i have a question are not gay and there's some brought up the word drag queen would you would be considered a drag queen, right? I never wanted to be considered a drag queen, even though I performed with. Right, because my when I was telling my oh. daughter who we were going to interview, and she goes, "Oh, well, why don't you just say drag queen?" I said, "She's not a drag queen. She's, you know, this is her this life. Is this drag. is how she dresses." Yeah. yeah, I've always considered a drag queen as a performer, right? And uh, I didn't. I've never considered you to as a performing
4: drag drag queens are literally performers that's what they do but mm-hmm. most drag queens if not all of them will only dress when they're performing exactly that's what a drag queen mm-hmm. is right. and when i started and i heard about the drag queens and their performance i wanted to perform mm-hmm. i wanted to get up on stage i can sing i used i used to karaoke constantly so i would want to sing mm-hmm. and that's what i did i got up on stage and then, well when you get involved with them and i was like wow there's so much trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't really want to be part of that so I mean I did as much as I could, but, but I you do see that. that in this area too. What you I do in different source categories source if one person has evolved quite a bit, what another person hasn't. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, and you hear all the the conflict between the two. Mm-hmm. If they can just work with each other and you know, help the one that hasn't is just starting. Yeah, that'd be great. How interesting. And I do I do hear a lot of them are helping the younger crew. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot. I see the drag queen. They perform over at the um uh the the place where there's only the young kids. There. And I thought I've been there and I thought oh, that is fantastic okay. because that brings up the, the teens and mm-hmm. makes them feel more comfortable. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a matter of exposure. It is. Um, any additional other thoughts or <laughs> okay? Uh, any shout outs that you'd like to make?
4: Hi, kids. Well, oh, there you go. <laughs> That's my
0: hitting kids because that was actually a very big motivator for
4: the choices you've made. Yeah, one of the uh. The most incredible, most amazing woman who supported me the most, all the way through from day one, mm-hmm. is my uh, ex-wife, the okay. mother to my children. Okay, and yeah, I would like to say that to her that I was truly thankful. Excellent, thank you for loving me.
0: Oh, good. And I hope everybody that's listening to this that are going through their transgendering has someone like this, and that's what Thomas was saying that support. Reach out, look for somebody. It is an extreme help because anything
4: you do alone is always that much. More. You always want to have the help.
0: Well, Marcy, thank you for, for coming here and talking to us about this. You're
4: so welcome. Thank you for inviting yeah. me. Yeah. This is fun.
1: Yeah, Marcy, that was uh kind of interesting. Yeah. It's okay to go up and ask somebody what pronouns they use.
0: But you wouldn't walk up to somebody and say, When are you due to somebody who Looks like they might be pregnant, but they're Mm -hmm. not pregnant. So you wouldn't just randomly walk up to somebody and say, hey, what are your pronouns? Because
1: there's no need for that. If you were going to engage them, though, I think we've covered that. That's when you would do it. Uh, But I'm grateful for the knowledge, actually. Sure. Because, I mean, the more we learn, the better you know. The more you learn, the more you know. The more you grow. What are are some of the other things that you feel? Uh, I always kind of thought she was always this competent and she was telling how she wasn't so confident at first that it was a big step for her to come what she called out of the closet dressing. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so that was kind of interesting that she wasn't always, and that this was kind of a late in life, later in life decision. Right. That uh, she's known since she was five. That she wanted to be something else. Something else. But she hasn't actually manifested that until later. So. In in Andrea's situation, she said she didn't know until she was twenty,
0: but she was able to look back right. on all of that.
1: And it's kind of weird that she mentioned that she moves a little bit back and forth on the spectrum. I'm talking yeah. about uh, Marcy. Some days she feels masculine, right, and wants to do like she said, what did she said, shoot guns and right, race and motorcycles race or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And other days she doesn't. She feels feminine. dress up
0: in heels, mm-hmm. and that should be somewhat reassuring to uh, someone like Ellie who since our initial conversation has changed her name to Eleanor Mm -hmm. and also for Andrea because just because you don't know where you're at doesn't mean you're not going to get to that place where you want to be but then Mm -hmm. also want to go back to something right it's
1: not a a point of no return exactly right Right. And a thing that struck me was the trouble she had with her job. Yeah, And that they, she, at first she started to comply with not wearing the wig. Because it's expected. And then one day on the way to work, she just said, fuck this. I'm yeah. wearing the wig. I am me. Yeah. And I'm standing up yeah. to this. Yeah, And it turned out well for her.
0: I think almost all of it comes down to her confidence. Yeah. The more and more she came out. And, the, and she didn't get her confidence, I don't think, from confronting the issues. No, no. Oh. She was nervous about no, all sure. of it. She just, something I can relate to. You fake it till you make it, where mm-hmm. you just decide to be confident.
1: That's what your girlfriend's doing, man.
0: <laughs> decide to be confident?
1: No, fake make it, it till, till they make, make it. it. Fake it till fake you it till make it. Fake it till
0: I make it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, the, the the hard part is when somebody says, just be confident in yourself. Just be. And you ask that question perpetually. How do I not let something bother bother me? How do I you know, show confidence?
1: You just do well. I think as human beings, there are situations where you don't feel as confident. Just think back to the very first time as a taxi driver, your very first fare. There was oh, nervous, right? Yeah,
0: I remember what it was and like. Yeah. Now you're confident yeah. in doing it, right? When I was a teacher, I have my I have a favorite story for this one. When I was a teacher, uh, I did student teaching first. I just watched for like I think seven week, four weeks, right. and then I taught for seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And on my first day, I was supposed to show a film. Back then, ladies and gentlemen, we had the projectors.
2: Right.
1: Right. Real, real,
0: real, real. And I I was trying to hook it up and a student, first thing a kid ever said to me, raised her hand and said, do you want me to get a real teacher? Oh, I was was destroyed because this is the point where you're trying to identify yourself. Right. It's an identity issue. Sure. And that really put a notch in my identity as a teacher. Uh I laughed with them. It was very funny that that was the first thing ever that anybody would say to yeah. me is I'm
1: not a real teacher. I would have said something like, do you want me to go get a real student? <laughs> <laughs> a real person.
0: You stupid, you stupid person. But anyway,
1: confidence is the key. And we right. all need to build a little confidence yeah. at everything we do.
0: And it doesn't matter right. whether it's gender or job or social or, or personal sex sexual. or sexual, sure. it doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. right. Yeah. That's the big takeaway for me is that when you look at this journey, you don't isolate it to just people who are transgendering? We all get uh, We're all dealing with our identity. Sure, thanks. Nice. Thank you, Marcy. Marcy, yeah, thank you for, uh, for that. Ellie and uh, Andrea, we wanna thank you guys for coming on, agreeing to be interviewed for this, this little experience that Thomas and I have had that has been- Very educational. Yeah, it has been fascinating. Yeah. And I hope that other people pause this a bunch of times to have a conversation with somebody uh, or something about it right. cuz i'm sure something new came out of this. So. And
1: if you if you do or did, yeah, let, let us, us, know. us know. Yeah,
0: that taxi podcast at uh, gmail gmail.com, please okay. or message either one of us, you know, through our through twitter. Our, uh... twitter. You can
1: twitter us.
0: Yeah, you can twitter. Thomas is the one who handles that
1: not very well. Yeah, i hate twitter. Yeah. I've been neglecting it. Yeah.
0: But thank you guys and uh, we'll see you guys with a whole new episode next week.
3: Tata.
1: Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be
0: back next week with a whole new episode. And you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts.
1: Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us. And we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com at Twitter on Facebook and and Instagram. See you next week. See you
0: next week.